You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Man, I, um, I, I got to say something here. I, didn't, I don't have to say this, but uh, it is just, uh, I have no choice. I just recorded for 15 minutes what I thought was really amazing content based on today's episode, only to go back to stop the recording and find that I was never recording to begin with. So right now you're hearing me or I'm about to do this for the very second time. But the good news is whenever you do something twice and personally, whenever I explain something twice, I end up explaining it better. So everyone wins except for uh, my time today, but that's okay because this is what we're here to do. And this is what I'm trying to do here and help you with. So we got to have sometimes some casualties. That's the casualty of war. Anyway, all right, let's go into it again for me. First time for you. We're talking about what is better, meeting women in person or online. And before we get into that, I want to say thank you to everyone who who has left a review here on the podcast. So there's guys who have been leaving reviews on the podcast. I got a five-star review from Adrian. He says, the hottest girl I've ever dated is a direct result of trip. Listen to this man, dude gets results. Trexler says, five stars. I've only listened to one episode and I already love it. High quality and not creepy like a lot of the other pickup podcasts. You're not manipulating women. It's mostly self-improvement. Thank you for leaving these reviews. Adrian Trexler, you guys are awesome. I appreciate it. People are leaving their reviews on iTunes. Unfortunately, at this time, you cannot leave a review on Spotify or Amazon, I believe, or any of the other popular ones. Stitcher, you can, but I don't know how many people actually listen to Stitcher and podcast on Stitcher. So anyway, if you want to leave a review, that'd be great. It helps the podcast out, helps me out. Go to iTunes, leave a review. Hopefully it's five stars. I really love to see the five stars. And also, if you ever got any good wisdom from this, if anything has ever helped you, it is a big thank you to me. So thank you for leaving a review and thanks to all the subscribers and thank you to everyone listening to the podcast. We are now back in the top 200 of health on iTunes podcasts and that is pretty cool. All right, let's get into today where we're talking about meeting women in person or online. My whole thing here is in in a quick sentence, like which is better, like in a quick sentence, if I can only have 10 second podcast episodes and I can give one bit of advice on every single topic for this one, I would say the answer is both because you may not meet women in person that you're going to meet online. I say this quite a bit on the podcast. You probably heard me say this. You're not going to meet women in person that you might meet online and vice versa. For example, I met my now girlfriend in person. And I remember asking her when we were going on dates, I said, are you doing any online dating? Have you been online and done any dating on apps? And she said, I have, but I was doing that a few months ago. And when I met you, I was in this period where I was not doing online dating. So you got to understand that there is, this is just one example of thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of, of women who are doing online dating at certain times, and then they're off the apps. So that's the thing is that you're going to meet different women in different places. So you have to make sure, you have to make sure that you are doing both. Now, if you put a gun to my head and you said, no, no, trip, no, trip, you have to give an answer. I want an answer. You titled it, which is better. Give me an answer. Don't do this both. So if I had to give one answer, 
then I would say one by a slight margin, very slight. And the one that I would say is slightly better, but I'm, again, I'm a little nervous to say this because I don't want you to think, okay, he said that one, that's the one I'm going to do. I'm not going to do the other one because I'm, I'm going to be lazy or whatever it is. But the answer is in person is slightly better. Why? Because there is that advantage of being able to build confidence. You don't really build confidence from the process of online dating. Maybe you feel good because you match with someone who's cute and you've got a date set up. I don't see that as real confidence. Confidence comes from doing, not from external validation, but from internal validation. How do you get internal validation? Well, you do something that's hard and you accomplish it, or you stick to something that you say you're going to do because self-esteem is keeping the promises that you make to yourself. So if you go out and you approach a woman and you strive to get better at that, you're going to feel better about yourself whether or not the girl rejects you. You're going to feel better because you did something that was difficult and that was hard. So there is this area of confidence that will be built when you are going out there and meeting women in person. Now, I will say this, just to always play devil's advocate, there is another thing that is also slightly better about meeting women online. And the slightly better thing there is that you are going to usually, most of the time, get more first dates. So you're going to get more first dates from doing online dating because you have more volume. So there's the slight advantage there is that you, you probably won't get as many first dates in person as you will online. This is all assuming that you have an optimized profile. Your profile is amazing. It looks good. Your pictures are good. They're taken by a professional, so they're HD, so they end up standing out and you look better. So assuming that, you're going to get more dates, and then that is going to help you get more first dates, which then what? It gets you more confident on first dates because you're doing the first date thing, and that's going to get you better at that. However, still, there is something that is always a little bit more frightening and scary and difficult and, and, and exiting your comfort zone when you're going out and you're approaching a woman in person. And when you accomplish that, you're going to get better at so many things, right? You're going to get better at meeting women in person, which is then going to get you better at meeting women in any other area that ever, right? It's like you, you'll know how to approach a woman and talk to a woman anywhere you go. I've even had coaching clients who've told me that they've gotten amazing results that have leaked into other areas of their life. Like they felt more comfortable at work and making friends and, and just being able to just feel better in general. Like when you're not, when you're not afraid to talk to people in person, you end up chatting it up with an Uber driver. You end up chatting up the grocery store clerk just because you're not as scared to talk to someone who you've never met before. And that makes you feel good because you're just socializing because you're a human. You are a mammal. You are a human being who is meant to connect and talk to other humans. So again, there is a slight, slight, slight better opportunity for you if you had to pick one. But again, the reason why I'm, I'm saying slight here is because I want to not turn you off from meeting women online and, and, and vice versa. I want you to be doing both. Because think about all the opportunities one can have. Think about maximizing both. You're meeting women in both places, which like I said, you're not going to necessarily meet them all if you're just doing one of the of the ways of doing it, right? You're only going to meet a specific handful of people if you're only doing one. So you're going to meet a lot. And you're going to get a lot of first dates from online. You're going to be better at approaching and networking and talking to people if you're doing the in-person approaches. So you just become this like super human when it comes to meeting and attracting women. And that's why you want to do both. And that is why it's going to be so much more beneficial for you to be doing both.
All right, let's get into a little Q&A. So we have people who have written into the podcast. You can do so as well. Just go to your email and type in trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. Now we'll go ahead and answer your question here on the podcast. You can also leave a voicemail, 323-432-0025, and you can get into big detail. Maybe you're not much of a writer, but you're a speaker. Go ahead and ask me your question, 323-432-0025. Call in today. Here is a question from Anonymous. He asks, hi, Trip. Amazing podcast. I've been listening to your podcast and your advice that I've been slowly implementing has helped me start to change my mindset. However, I still have yet to be successful in initiating any moves past the friend zone. I always, I was always the type of guy that would wait for the girl to initiate contact when escalation would occur. I know you like to detailed emails, so here you go. Recently, I got put in charge of creating and making social events with other chapters for colleges for a business club that I joined. I just joined the club last semester, and now I'm starting to meet some of these girls in person. I was wondering if you had any advice towards talking to girls at these socials, as I've never been a part of any college clubs before. Second topic, and we'll go into that in just a second. So I want, I want to comment on this for a second. So you said here, anonymous, you said, I was always the type of guy that would wait for the girl to initiate contact when escalation would occur. So that is a big mistake. And that's one of the reasons why you are in the friend zone and can't move past the friend zone. So I'm a little confused. I don't know if you fix this problem or not, but hopefully you know it's a problem. And for all the listeners out there, I need to help you understand that that is a problem, is that you cannot wait for the woman to make the first move. The reason why is because a woman is always waiting for you to make the first move. She's waiting for you, generally speaking, she's waiting for you to lead the relationship in terms of getting physical, and also just moving it forward with asking her out or asking her on a date. She's waiting for you to take the lead. Don't believe me? Try not taking the lead and see how far it goes with any girl that you end up with. Okay, so you say here, second topic, there's this one girl from another college who I just did a hiking event with and it went well. We hung out twice at the beach, but it was my usual small talk with any flirtation. I know I shouldn't be putting her on a pedestal, but I really like her energy. It's funny you say this. I know I shouldn't be putting her on a pedestal. You say that, yet you're still probably doing it. Anyways, you say, but I really like her energy and feel that I could definitely grow as a person with her. She's a party girl and she, it's interesting, uh, she's a party girl and sees me as a cool, funny person, but I feel like I'm getting trapped in the friend zone. She seems very comfortable with me and I know that I have to keep it professional for the business club, but I feel like when the semester is over, I should ask her out and call it a real date. I may be wrong though and should ask her out sooner, but I don't want anything to be weird between us at our meetings. Okay, so here's what you need to understand here. Let's talk about the second topic first. So with this woman, this is not work, okay? This is a business club that happens to be a college. I don't think this is that big of a deal, personally, to just ask her out now. However, however, you have to figure out what's more important to you, the business club or this girl? Because, or I really I should say, you have to be okay with the fact that this girl, that you are going to be potentially asking out, if it's going to be awkward and you can't handle that awkwardness and it's going to ruin the business club for you, you shouldn't be asking her out. So while it's not the biggest deal in terms of the fact that this isn't a work environment, it's still an environment in which you are you could feel uncomfortable and that could ruin business club for you. So you got to figure out what your priorities are there. Is it more important to keep it very calm and collected and not a big deal when you're going to the business club and making sure that it's not going to be awkward? Or is it more important for you to ask out this girl? 
That's up to you. But that's the idea there. Now, you said in the first thing that you got in charge of making social events. Then you asked, any advice towards talking to girls at these socials? As I've never been a part of any college clubs before. Yes. Well, this whole podcast is dedicated to talking to girls, so I can't really spend three hours answering this question. But I can just tell you this. From my experience in college, one of the things that I wish I did more was just talk to more girls in general. So I feel like you have this opportunity to talk to a lot of girls in your social clubs and at these socials. So the idea here is volume. Talk to as many women as possible and then learn how to flirt. So first, get used to talking to these women, get comfortable with having conversations with women, and then learn how to flirt. Okay, you can learn how to flirt by checking on my Hooked program, but if you don't want to do that, and I can just give you the few quickest tips, is make sure that you're giving good eye contact, you're teasing her a little bit to make it playful, and showing her that you're not intimidated by her, and also qualifying her, which means that you are basically asking her questions to make sure she's someone that you're actually going to be interested in, so she sees that you're challenging her. Hope that helps. Let's go ahead and move on to the next question. From Andrew, he says, so here's the thing, Trip. Once I have a woman engaging with me in a romantic way, I don't have a problem. The problem I have is getting over the initial hurdle of getting her to want to be romantic. Here's my problem. If I were to define my personality, I would say that I'm a highly sensitive heterosexual male. See Tom Falkenstein's book, The Highly Sensitive Man. And guess what? That doesn't go down well with the ladies. Now, I've read your book, watched your videos, and I'm taking the steps to alter my approach to women. But changing my personality in order to appease the whims of women doesn't sit well with me. And I understand why some men say, fuck it, I'm not going to bother. So how, as a highly sensitive man, can I get this to work for me? Kind regards, Andrew. So uh, this question is interesting because I don't really understand what you mean, get this to work for you. You're saying that you're a highly sensitive man. Uh, I don't really know what that that means exactly. I mean, I think I understand the idea of someone who's sensitive. Maybe that means that they're more emotional or rejection is harder for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that it is possible that you might be labeling yourself in a way or you are dying, diagnosing yourself as a highly sensitive man, even though, and, and, and that you're, the fact that you're doing that might be a self-fulfilling prophecy, although I understand sometimes it's nice to be able to understand what you're feeling and who you are, and, and you found something that seems to describe you very well. And now you're saying that, guess what, that doesn't go down well with the ladies. Well, yeah, that's right. I don't know what to tell you here. We can't change biology. We can't change how women become attracted to a man. So if you're saying that the fact that you're a highly sensitive man is turning off women, of course I can't just go, well, stop being sensitive. That's not very good advice. But what I can say is, why can't you still tap into the masculine qualities that women are attracted to? So even though you might be a highly sensitive man, whatever that means, again, I don't really understand what that means, but why can't you still be a person who is triggering attraction with the woman? So what is it exactly that's holding you back? Are you tapping in more to your feminine qualities and trying to let her lead? The thing is, you need to be leading. I don't think guys really 
understand this sometimes. They're trying to almost test women in a way to see if they like them. So they see if they take the lead. So then the man doesn't take the lead. And what that does is actually make her not attracted. So I'll say this again. What ends up happening here is guys will try to let a woman take the lead because they're testing to see if the woman is interested in them, but that actually makes them unattracted because, I guess I'm just repeating myself, I just have to really make this clear, because leading is what is attractive. And we were talking about that too in the last question. Leading is what's attractive. So my guess, again, I'd love for you to write in again, Andrew, and talk about this highly sensitive man. I don't understand what that means, but I want to understand what it is that is holding you back. So is it because you're not leading? Is it because you are, and you say this, but changing my personality in order to appease the whims of women. It's not like you're appeasing the whims of women, okay? It's like a woman saying, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna not put on makeup, for example. Oh, that's the first thing I can think of. It's a woman's like, well, I'm not going to put on makeup. And a, a, a guy is just going to have to like me for me. You know, when she goes out to the bar, I'm saying, of course, not when you're in a relationship, but, but you know, you go out to a bar and okay, well, guess what? The girl with the makeup on, she's going to get hit on by more guys probably. Most likely. Again, maybe this is a bad example, but I think you know what I'm saying here. So don't think of it like you're changing your personality. You could still be you. Here's the beautiful part about attraction, guys. You can still be you and attract a woman. What I tell my coaching clients is you need to be an upgraded version of you. Okay. So if you want to say, well, I'm not going to change. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. You're just going to get what you get. You're going to keep doing what you're doing. You're going to keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to change and be a person who is more charismatic, who is a guy who is leading, well, then changes will happen. That's what's going to happen. Changes will happen when you become a guy who's tapping into the biological ways that a woman becomes attracted to a man. There is a reason why men who are very obese or very, uh, you know, heroin-like skinny may not be as attractive as a guy who is going to be a little bit more jacked. I'm not saying that you need to be completely jacked, but what I'm saying is you can't be a severely obese guy at 300 pounds and say, well, she should like me for me. Okay, well, I ask you the same thing as a guy. Okay, well, then why don't you just, you know, like that 300-pound girl over there. Why aren't you attracted to her? You should be. You're going to say, no, I'm not. Why? Because you can't change biology. So, yes, I, I believe so, even though I don't know the definition of a highly sensitive man, but I believe that you can still be sensitive in whatever way you're talking about, or maybe just disregard that all in general because it's hurting you, and focus more on the idea of triggering attraction to the traits that makes a man more attractive, which I talk about in my TED system, tension, entertainment, and dominance. All right, let's go into another question here from Joe Garcia. It says, hey, Trip, I first want to thank you for everything you do. My entire life, I've suffered from severe approach anxiety, and I thought I would never get over it. Finding your podcast a few years ago has completely changed my life. I no longer have any issues going up to strangers and starting a conversation. In the year leading up to the pandemic, I can confidently say that I had sex with more women than the entire rest of my life combined, and I owe it all to you. So again, thank you. You're very welcome, Joe. He says, my question for you stems from a recent interaction with the girl I matched with on Hinge. We had a great conversation and set up a date. 
However, due to both of our schedules, the earliest day that worked for us was six days away. My plan was to reach back out a day or two before the date, but to reconfirm, just to reconfirm. But on the day I planned to text her, she texted me first as follows, quote, not that you remember me, but I'm not interested in a date in the future. I prefer to get to know people leading up to, I prefer to get to know people leading up to when we can meet in person and seem to have interest in getting to know someone. Take care and good luck. I was quite taken aback since our initial conversation went so well. I apologize for offending her and wished her luck. Since then, I've been on two dates with two different women and have a third set for this weekend. So I'm in no way hung up on this, but I just wondered what your thoughts were and if you had any advice to help avoid something like this in the future. Thank you once again, Joe Garcia. So Joe, basically what you're asking here is that you have had a situation where there's a girl that you're interested in and you're on hinge and you're going through the motions of of texting her and she says on the dating app, I'm not interested in a date in the future. I prefer to get to know some people leading up to when we can meet up in person and seem to have interest in getting to know someone, take care and good luck. Well, it's interesting that you said here that you apologize to her for offending her. I think that's very interesting because I don't see anywhere where you offended her. Offending someone is by literally uh, putting them down in some way. I see that there is a difference in how two people connect. You're interested in just meeting up with someone, and she's interested in trying to connect with you and text with you and talk with you before you meet up in person. I don't see that as offensive. So first of all, get out of that nice guy mindset and don't apologize for something that uh, you assume offended her when I don't think it did. Now, here's the deal. What's happening here is she, first of all, she says to you that she met someone else. So I think that's the actual real reason. I think that you could have talked to her and talked to her and whatever, but she met someone else and, and whatever. So I don't think it was going to work out in the long run. However, however, you have to understand here is that these are women we don't want to be dealing with. Okay. Why? It's a waste of your time. Now, I understand maybe doing a FaceTime because you guys can't meet up, right? So, and it's interesting too how you guys still immediate, uh, agreed to meet up. So it's weird that she agreed that. So all of a sudden now her boundaries come up. Why now are her boundaries come up? She agreed to meet with you. Okay, we'll say this again. Okay, she agreed to meet with you. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, no, never mind. Sounds like that was a red flag. Sounds like this girl has no idea what she wants. But anyway, if there is a situation where you can't meet up with a girl on a dating app for, you know, seven to 10 days plus, the best thing you can do is is do a FaceTime because yeah, she's going to be talking to other guys and you want to make sure that you have an opportunity in there. So you do one FaceTime, that's it. FaceTime 10 to 20 minutes, and then you can set up a date in person. But still understand that you do not want to waste your time texting with girls and FaceTiming with girls for hours on end before you meet up with them. Yes, I understand that this is going to push away a select few women. That's for them. Let's focus on what you want. We don't want to appease women too much here in this sense. Okay. In this sense, this is more of like, this is just not a match. So you don't want to be just like doing everything that the, this girl wants. Like, no, I'm assuming, especially based on what you're saying here, is that you wanted to meet up with her at a pretty reasonable rate. Like you wanted to meet up with her and you didn't want to text. You just want to meet up with her. Of course you did. I, I don't blame you. That's the point of dating, to meet up with someone. So that's what you prefer. So you don't need to deal with women who don't prefer that. It's better for you to do that because you prefer it, but you should prefer it anyways, because that's where the real connection happens. So whether or not 
we can argue whether or not it's good or bad or whatever that, you know, she as a woman is deciding to take her time. To, that's fine. That's her thing. That's not your thing. And there are plenty of women out there that are going to meet you and want to meet you without texting and FaceTiming and doing all these calls before meeting up with you. And the fact, by the way, that she called you out and said that she wants to meet up with someone who, and quote, she says that you seem to have an interest in getting to know someone, like like as if you did not have an interest in getting to know her. Are you kidding? This is mind-blowing to me that a woman is going to say that to you like as if you don't have an interest in getting to know someone just because you decided to set a date, an actual in-person date, and not sit there and text and, and, and chat all day. Like what else more do you need? We weren't doing that. We, this, this only exists because of technology. We don't have to play into that game. So just because technology changed, that means that you have to text and talk to people all day? No. This wasn't happening 30 years ago. And don't give me that like, oh, trip. No, you're, you're just being an old man. Like, this is not how it works. You got to be up at the times. No, man, I'm telling you, women still will meet up with you without texting and talking to you on the phone before you guys meet up. You know who will meet up with you? Guess which girls? You ready? The women that are truly, truly high interest in you. So do you want to meet up with the women who are so-so on you? Or the women who are so excited to meet you that they'll wait those six days. Because those women exist out there. You just have to seek them. If you need help with coaching and you want to take this to the next level, coachedbytrip.com is where you can apply. I will help you. I will guide you. And I have other coaches who will also help you and work with you. So we have a whole team over here that's going to get you to the next level. When I say next level, I mean meeting women getting to the point where it's easy to meet women, getting lots of dates, and understanding how to get out of this nice guy mindset. I see here still that people are still confused on what it means to be a guy that is attractive to a woman. And I understand that I do not blame you. It took me several, several years to figure it out. And and I still feel like I'm cracking the, the code every day in, in a new way, at least in a new way to help you. So anywho, coaching will help you. We have one-on-one options. We have mastermind options where you're working within a group. If coaching is something where you're saying, that's a little bit intense, I don't want to do that yet. I'm not ready to work with someone. I want to try this on my own, but the podcast isn't doing it. Get my Hooked program where I talk about my TED formula and give in detail exactly what to do to go and trigger attraction and meet women. Getherhooked.com is where you get the Hooked program. Coachedbytrip.com is where you apply for coaching. Thanks everyone who has sent in their questions. We got plenty more coming here. Go ahead and email me trip at tripadvice.com if you have any questions that you want answered here in the podcast. Um, if if you're listening here, and, and I'm sure you are, Andrew, please, I, want, I, I loved your question. That's why I had to put it on here, but it's still a confusing question because I don't understand what the problem is. You say that your highly sensitive man situation doesn't go down well with the ladies. I want to hear more about this. Go ahead Email me again. Let's hear from you. Let's keep this party going. I want to help you. Thanks for listening. Talk to you on the next episode. Peace.